This time on the Sixth Man Podcast, Connor McDavid. Connor McDingdong. Connor McDingdong, who reached 100 points in 53 games. The real question isn't like, can upset a top seed if they make it through? Oh, yeah. Uh, they have the power. Because that's what I Between those three, that's like, what, 11 championships right there? It is currently 12, 10 in the morning. What a better way to start season two. Welcome to the Sixth Man Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Season two, episode one. This is insane. All right. Uh, I just want to quickly shout out everything that we have, you know. So we have a Instagram now officially, which... I mean, that's sick because I use Instagram a lot. I don't know if you do. Actually, I don't think you do at all. But uh, if you want to follow the Six Men IG, it is the I X T H M A N underscore IG. It's the Six Men Podcast. Uh, if you want to f- look at our Twitter, which is, uh, you know, I've never, I know Julian is going to be running the Twitter more than me. Because, you know, I'm not that much of a a, a, a a tweeter. Yeah, so with the Twitter, it is... Well, you guys know Six Man Podcast always starts with a six. So whenever we mention the Six Man Podcast, don't question the S, always put a six. So it would be Six Man Tweets, all one word. And then for our YouTube, which I'm still struggling with, but I will figure out how to post on there. It is sixth dash man podcast. And if you want to follow us individually, you have me T I A G O B O T E L H O dot zero four Jacob at L A S Z L O underscore underscore thirty three and Julian, who is currently not here for the at least the beginning of today's episode. Uh, his Instagram is J U L I A N underscore B A L D. A double S A double R A, and replace that underscore for period because it's actually a period. Yeah, I think we should get started with some hockey and specifically Connor McDavid. Connor McDingdong. Connor McDingdong, who reached a hundred points in fifty-three games. That shows. Wow. <laughs> that is absolutely insane and have you have this written down uh he has more assists than matthews and marner have points that is like and this is a shortened season too mm-hmm. you know what i mean like th- what do you think could have happened if he had just a full season oh if he had a full season he would reach at least 150 and yeah. the thing is he, he he didn't finish at 100 he still has more than 100 points <laughs> yeah he's still going I think he has right now 102. I'm not sure. Like, at age 24, too. Like, wow. Yeah, born 97. Fun fact. He has um, 104 points. And and he's not even done. He has one more game left. Because of Vancouver, yes. That's just, oh my God. Yeah, 55 games played, 
33 goals, 71 assists for 104 points. That's just incredible. Like a player and like that, you never see that anymore. And for him to do, and the thing is, his team's not even like the best, right? Yeah, imagine and, if he had the the assets beside him that would just constantly be feeding him more assists and goals. Exactly, like if he actually had the players that can, you know, make smarter plays. Like he has Drysaitel. Don't get me wrong, but like defensively and even on the the extra wing, the extra forward there, like he could have better players. You know. Yeah, but at the same time, like. It's hard for Edmonton right now because because they have McDavid, their picks are not that high. And because their picks are not high, they don't have a good trade value. And some of their pieces are just not worth like trading for. You know what I mean? So it's hard for them to get pieces that are not in the draft. Oh, yeah. That's why they screwed up uh, years ago with their picks. Yeah. Like they always did for the past for, forever. For the they past just forever. missed, 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 missed. And then they finally hit with McDavid. And they still missed after that. I know. So, hey, you know he's done it. He's gone on something that I would I was not even expecting, or just I would never in a thousand years would think. Wow, no way he'll get a hundred points in fifty six games, over a hundred points. Yeah. And uh, look at him now. He's uh, proving us wrong. And if there was more games, I'm sure he'd be at least one fifty. Yeah, minimum, minimum one hundred twenty five. Maybe one fifty, maybe. Because how many games would be added? Like 15 more? Something around uh, that number? 55 games. So yeah, it could like, be 82 games. So it would be 82. So like 20-something games. Yeah, 20 he would. something. So yeah, maybe he would go 150. But that's... Oh, yeah. Honestly, just congratulations to him, man. Like, you're proving your worth every day. Every single time you step on that ice, everyone knows that you're the best hockey player. And players, I mean, people who don't even watch hockey know the name Connor McDavid now. That shows you, like, there's still players, like, people out there who don't know um, uh, Austin Matthews or a, um, like, uh, Patrice Bergeron, for example. But they know Connor McDavid. Like, they exactly. know who he is. Like, that was, like, back in the day when, when Wayne Gretzky, that Wayne Gretzky era. Like, you didn't have to know hockey to know who Wayne Gretzky was. You yeah, know? you knew who he was. And, like, even people now, they know Sidney Crosby or, like, Ovechkin sometimes. Uh, not all the time, but they know. And mm-hmm. this time, it's like Connor McDavid's name is said, and they know who it is. Well, let's go from McDavid to the players who are reaching milestones every single day and this season specifically. Uh, I want to start off with a controversial Phil Kessel, the hot dog man. Uh, playing his 900th game. I mean, good for him, but I had a personal vendetta against him. Don't we all? But I just don't like him. I just don't like him. Don't we all? Don't we all? It's it's also more personal because there was a time where my brother saw him like in somewhere, I forget where it was, and he yells, like, Kessel, his name. It was after a loss or, like, whatever, something like that. And Kessel looks and just is so, like, pissed, like, down. And, like, obviously my brother's asking for an autograph or a photo whatever, and he just walks. And it's like, this guy, you need to show passion for this team. And he just doesn't did, – he didn't do that with the Leafs. And then he became the hot dog man in Pittsburgh, run a, won a fucking cup. And now oh, yeah, even Coyotes. 
Do you know why he traded? He got traded from Penguins, right? It's because he was a little shit disturber. Yeah, this he's always he's got a personality on him, and he's not. He doesn't train. He literally is. He doesn't work hard. He doesn't put in his work, and he does good. It doesn't make any sense. Like this Imagine guy can eat fucking burgers all the time, and not exercise as much as other people, and is putting up good numbers. Mm-hmm. Like, like you said, imagine if he did. Imagine if this guy decided, hmm, I'm going to train, I'm going to cut off weight, I'm going to do diets. Like, this man would be insane. He would. And he's still pulling off a lot of points, though. Yeah. I mean, he just needs to go to a team, like, that isn't young because... Uh, he's not a good influence for the young generation of NHL players. Oh, no. Not at all. So, I don't know how old the Arizona Coyotes team is. But, Their, the Arizona Coyotes team is pretty... It's an older, a little bit of an older generation. Thank God. Because if he was with the younger teams, that... Like, imagine him in, like, Ottawa. Or oh, Montreal. Montreal. That would be horrible yeah. for them. Oh, yeah. Absolutely I don't horrible. agree. Even the Leafs. We got Even a bunch the Leafs. Of, they have a bunch. Of, yeah, if he would have stayed, because we got so many players that are still growing. Like, uh, Austin Matthews is not even his prime. Mitch Marner is not even his prime. Um, you, still got, you got players who are in the AHL who are co- trying to come. Sandy and that new defenseman, you know. Mm-hmm. You got players that are coming up. And, I don't, yeah, you're right. I don't think Phil Kessel would be a great fit for that. Yeah, thank God for uh, Mike Babcock deciding to trade mm-hmm. away our, our big pieces to get the young ones in. Up next for another uh, milestone for uh, Anze Kopitar plays his yes. one thousandth game. It's incredible to see him do that. He's a very talented player, very talented. I... Yeah, one honestly, I loved like I didn't, I haven't watched uh, hockey for that long, but I know Kopitar. Like I, I love this guy, bro. Just an amazing center. Um, no, I remember. Time. I don't know why I remember this, but he's a uh, an eleventh overall pick in the two thousand five draft. I don't know why I remember him specifically being the eleventh pick, but I do. Um, playing with the Kings, like this guy, I I just like him. I don't know something about him. Mm-hmm. He is a very talented man, and very yeah. he's, he's even that nowadays he's still pulling off points for LA Kings. Too bad he's on. The team that you know can't pull it together, but you know what? Hey, oh, really so can. it's not his a, a thousandth game, but it's a thousandth point. He's played a thousand one hundred and twenty nine oh. games, but has scored his a thousandth point recently. <clears throat> I just edit that out and just put a <laughs> points. Yeah, he's a very talented player. You know, he gets a lot of points. <laughs> no, I, I think he he definitely deserves those thousand points. He's been training really hard for that team, and even with the conditions that LA Kings are in, you know, he's still pulling off all those points, which you don't expect into a man in that age. You know, he's very, yeah. he deserves every second of it. Paul Statsny, there's one thousand one thousands game. One. Thousandth game for Paul Statsny. Another one. Uh, another great player for Winnipeg. Center. Another center. He's knows in a lot. Not a really big name player as the other ones, but it's still a player that can cause damage for his team and has went through a lot and is going for a nice playoff run. Even he though he plays but... 
for the Winnipeg Jets, right? I think so, right? He he got out. He got injured like an hour ago. <laughs> so he's on the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah, he's on the Winnipeg Jets, and uh, he literally left with an, the game he recently played with an injury. Uh, I just searched up his name, like to see like his stats or whatever, and the first headline is Paul Stastny leaves with an injury, and it was updated one hour ago. So. <laughs> That's not well. I'm That's not, not, not the best way to. Congratulations, this game. You're gonna break your leg. <laughs> yeah. it, he broke his leg in his a thousand and one game. Oh my god! Well, uh, I mean, good for him. Good for him. He, he yeah, you, can, you can it. celebrate at home. Exactly. He deserves it. And yeah, he <laughs> you deserves great... to be injured and celebrate at home. He deserves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Up next. Uh, we have Ryan Miller's a very emotional one. Very, very, yeah, very emotional final. Most is most likely his final. Well, it is going to be his final game for his for the seven, NHL at least. For the NHL for his seven hundred and ninety sixth game. Almost eight hundred, so close. Almost. Um, we talked about this in a previous episode how he was retiring with the Sabers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just sad to see how that's how he's ending his career with the. Those shitty sabers. Yeah, I like, think I feel really bad for like you know. Hey, he's probably one of the best American goalies ever exist. He is top three when you look at stats. Top one when you look at wins. Like yeah, like he's, he's very good. Like he's definitely one of the best American goaltenders. He deserves. I don't think he deserved to end his team in Buffalo, but you know what? At this, like you know, his age and it's kind of yeah. like. Like Pekka Rene or Henrik Lundqvist, you know, he deserves everything that he has, but you know, it comes to an end with every player at one point, right? Yeah, I, I mean, bad, he he but... is at least with Buffalo, he was the mainly the starter, mainly exactly. Something like Pekka Reina, who we're gonna talk about Pekka. right after. Uh, Pekka what? Reina. Pekka Arena. I said Reina. Pekka Rene, you fucking dingus. <laughs> I said I'm saying Reina. What? Rene. Pekka Rene. Not Rena, okay. Rena. Uh, anyways, Pekka, uh, Pekka, <laughs> Pekka, Pekka, he, Pekka uh, from Clash of Clans. <laughs> he, uh, like, he's ending his career with being like, kind of like the backup. You know what I mean? To, well, possibly, to it's a possible retirement. Possible retirement. Because he's getting um, old. He's not a starter anymore. He got a 60 shutout, which is really good if it's his final game. Yeah, for sure. He at least he made you know he got something and you know the number I don't know it's kind of like if it's kind of like satisfying in a way. Yeah, leave with no goals behind your back. Exactly. Uh, I I hopefully I I hope he stays in the league for one more year, but at the same time I don't think you know he's gonna do much anymore. Like he's getting old. He's at that age. If and they're trying to focus on Saros more, you know. And anything if he comes back, he's just gonna be a backup probably. Backup or expansion draft? Exactly. So they might, just, yeah, they might just use him for like uh, to bait him out, you know, just bait it. Yeah. Would you, would you consider him probably one of the Predators' best players ever? Oh, hundred percent. Oh yeah. my god! Without him, without Pekar Rene, half their half their like successful playoff, yeah, would not have been possible without him. Yeah, no, he, he like they had him for years, like years, years. He's yeah, he was there his whole career. Exactly, he definitely deserved 
at least one Stanley Cup, but you know, it's it's like Patrick Marleau. Yes, who is also potentially retiring this season. Who he got a very special gift that the Howe family wanted to give him. It was Howe's hockey stick from his last game. Mm-hmm. Which they're taking out of the Hockey Hall of Fame and replacing it with Marlowe's stick. Which is like, I, Gordie Howe must be happy, but at the same time, imagine hearing like, "Yeah, we're taking your stick out. We're putting this guy who has more games played." Well, that's the how the how family wanted to do that. Oh damn! Well, yeah, fair enough. They're like, they were like, give it to him. They're like, give it to Marlowe. Like, he deserves it. They yeah. literally, literally gave him his stick. So uh, that's, that's, that's I would what, have that's, never that that was their wish, so mm-hmm. they want. I think they want. I don't know really the details, but I just heard that that's what they wanted to do, mm-hmm. and they're gonna replace it with Marlowe. And you know what? I think that's well deserved because you know what, Mark Patrick Marlowe did beat this milestone, and he definitely deserves. I I think I don't think they should replace House Stick, and they should still keep in the Hockey Hall of Fame. But you know what? Patrick Marlowe still deserves a spot after you know completing that goal. He's a very he's done a lot for even the Leafs. And and he's mainly the Sharks. Mainly the Sharks, but even for the Leafs, as for us, he's yeah. a very big aspect. You know, and like he made very close friends with Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner. As you can see in the video with Joe yeah. Thorne in the back. Yeah. Ass naked. <laughs> he definitely Deserved a lot, and I wish he got a lot more than he did. At least one cup under his belt. Sadly, he didn't. It's kind of upsetting because he definitely deserves a lot more than what he has. The Leafs has clinched their first place in the division. Yeah, for the first time in 21 years. And they've done it in the shittiest division. I was about to say, like, our... If we had the division that, uh, like, was originally there, our division had the Panthers, the Lightning, and the Bruins. I think we could at least make it top three. Not See, I, I think so, too. But if you look at the thing, right, the Panthers had 79 points, the Lightning had 75 points, and the Boston of the Bruins had 73 points I definitely we as the North Division had 77 so we would have been better than Lightning and Boston in this hypothetical season if we had our original season that's true I definitely agree with that but you also got to take in like I'll be honest our division even though it sucks pretty, pretty bad <laughs> yeah only because we're like the like even though like there's teams like Ottawa's still a pretty good team, like Winnipeg's a good team. Mm-hmm. The only like for the top four teams for like Penguins, Capitals, and their division, the East Division, that's their division, the East Division. Mm-hmm. You just see the Penguins, Capitals, Bruins, Islanders, which is all close games, all close series, and then you see Rangers, Flyers, Devils. I talked about this last time. Like they're just really bad. Yeah, and that's every division. Like the one with like yeah, uh, there's, every division has four great teams that make playoffs and four shit teams. For us, it was actually it was three shit teams. For us, there's everyone's shit except for Leeds and Edmonton, pretty much. 
Yeah, for us it was two. But like, for example, like you said, East, Rangers, Flyers, Devil Sabres. For the Central, it was Stars, Blackhawks, Red Wings, and Blue Jackets. West yeah, was Ducks, Sharks, Kings, and Coyotes. Coyotes probably the best one there, and they barely were in contention. And then we had Canucks, Senators, Flames, Canadians, and Jets. <laughs> exactly. It was very annoying. But you know what? Wait, we, we got it. We got that goal. We're playing Montreal in the first round. I, think I am that I'm we a little can... worried. Really? Not, because the Canadians are on a five-game losing streak, which is good. Listen, but we're I... also on a two-game losing streak, which is not good. Well, okay. I think um, I actually think we can. We'll, we'll definitely win against the Habs. There's no chance. At, like the Habs just don't have the same potential as we do, in my opinion. I think we are a much better the team than the Habs are. Well, don't get me wrong. The Habs are a good team. I definitely don't want to underestimate them. But to the players that we have, and comparing to the players that they have, our players are obviously a lot better, in my opinion. Yeah. But you never know. You never know. Well, before we actually get into the predictions for the playoffs like that, uh, Habs versus the Leafs, uh, let's talk about the Lightning with their two stars potentially coming back for game one of the playoffs. Stammy Stamkos and Kuchi Kucherov. You know, I had hoped that uh, if we had like the option to play the Lightning, which, in the, which if we do, we have to play in the finals. Oh, for you know, that's a big. That's a big. You know, I don't have any words. Cause, that's you know, a big. Boo-boo. I was pretty confident. You know that that. Oh yes, they're top players out. They have a chance getting knocked out because they're the scariest team. I'll be honest, they're the scariest team. Without them Stamkos, or Boston, probably. They, yeah, but without Kucherov, they managed to make the playoffs and reach third in division, and they were missing Sam close for a good amount of time. <laughs> Imagine if they had their their two best players. Yeah, and they were third without their two best players. Exactly. So nothing. Well, the thing is, benefit of the doubt, Kucherov is going to be very rusty, and so is Stammy. So who knows how they're going to play against the Panthers, right? Yeah, maybe they might lose the beginning games. Who Who knows? Who knows? But as of like right now. Who in the hell knows what's gonna happen against the Panthers lightning? I'm I'm cheering for the Panthers because I just like the Panthers. And Lightning won the cup last year, so I think they should give other teams a chance. <laughs> they're like, they yeah, care. they just look at the teams. They're like, and eh, we won last year. You guys can go ahead. That's what I want. Like, I just want like I don't I don't know. I want Panthers to make it far this year. I want them to have a good chance. Mm-hmm. I feel like they deserve it. Other than the lightning, lightning, the lightning obviously deserves, but I just don't want them to win. It's just I don't want them at all to win. It's gonna piss me off. What are they gonna say? So Frederick Anderson, right? He played in the Marlies, you know, to test them out. Yes. In uh, 1.5 games, so one game and a half. In 52 shots. He has 46 saves against the Marlies, again, as a Marlies goaltender. Yeah. Which is this really is, which is really bad. This is against AHL. Like, I understand that they're up and coming, their potential, but this is AHL. This is, and last season, you were a top-tier goalie, and this season, you... How many goals do you concede? Like, six? Five? 
Uh, what was the what was the numbers? The saves fifty two and forty six. So that's sixty two yeah. and fifty six. You said say that one more 52, time. Fifty two and forty six. Fifty two and forty six. So literally six goals let in in the yeah. Marlies. That's oh, my god. Like that's... not even in two games in one game. So an hour ah. and a half. Oh god. Yeah. Like I'm. See, even if. I'm just scared, man. That's the Marlies, like you know, and the Marlies have good potential. Those Marlies players have very good potential, and if we're doing that, I'm scared. I I I I don't think Frederick Anderson, even like when he played against Ottawa, and I was watching, I, I was watching the highlights, and I was watching the goals how they went in. The first and fourth goal. I'll cut him slack. The first goal, he couldn't see the puck. Um, you can't do anything when you can't see the puck, right? If you can't yeah. see, it's 95% of the time it's going to go in the back of the net. And that was the case. There's two guys in front of him. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. The fourth goal, in a way, I think he should have saved it. But at the same time, like, he still tried. So the way it was, Matthews, Marner coughed up the puck. Two on one against Morgan Riley and uh, and Anderson. He the player passed it. They shot it. It was like a one timer, and it went through his legs. If he would have closed his legs, he would have saved it. See, this is my thing with with Anderson. I remember the beginning of last season, where they put up a, a graphic of like how many goals he conceded so far and where they were, and mm-hmm. it was like eighty percent of his goals were like the pie hole, in between the legs. And it's like, it's it's. It's upsetting because he never works on that part of his game, and like you just said, like it went through his legs. Like he could have said that if he closed it, but we've been telling him to close his legs for two years, the whore, and uh, <laughs> he's he hasn't. And now he's missing six goals in two, one and a half games in the Marlies. I know it's <sighs> just, and I even watched some of the Marlies goals, and they were through his legs. Of course, this guy doesn't know how to close his legs, bro. If he learned how to close his legs, he'd be one of the best boys in the league. He'd be one of the best pros- prostitutes. And, hey, I'm not even listen, and I'm not even done. I've watched the second and third goal. They were horrendous. They were not even like they he deserved to get scored on. They were that bad. Like the second goal, he saved it. And for some reason, I don't know why, he just turned, he was looking, he just turned his body and turned his his entire front, like his chest and his head, like his face. He's pointing it at the net, and the puck was behind him. And then someone knocked it in. I don't know why he turned his body. I he, just he, hope if he, if he had this, good, he, if he would have stopped it, hit him, and just let it go in front of him, he could have froze the puck, like easily. But he turned his entire body away from the puck. It's a it's a confusing case of of the the what the fuck. <laughs> Yeah, like, that's a, that's a PG wa- way of saying that. I was just watching it. I'm just like, what the hell? I'm like, that's dumb. Like, why would you turn your butt? Bo- that's, that's like the number one thing for Golden not to do is look away from the puck. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he was trying to see if it went in, but he saved it, and then he looked the opposite way. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing? And it went in. Like, it, And the third goal, I can't remember how it went in, but I remember it was a really bad goal. And like, I think it was – I was just like – if he's doing this in here, I don't think he's going to start. I don't think he's going to play a playoff game. I think it's going to be Campo and Riddick. 
unless we go up 3-0 in a series, I don't see him playing a game. Exactly. Exactly. I don't think he's going to start, and I wouldn't start him. Our Stanley Cup predictions. Tomorrow, the first game is played, Washington versus Boston. And I thought, because the first game is tomorrow, let's start the predictions today. With that being said, I'm going to name the, the teams that are going to be playing against each other. And then you just – you don't have to explain everything. But if there's something you want to say, you can say it for sure. Are you ready? Okay. Of course. Let us start off with the Colorado Avalanche versus the St. Louis Blues, the first and the fourth seed in their division. Definitely Colorado, only because the point difference is just tremendously huge. But at the same time, you never know. But uh, you know, I just think my heart is on Avalanche for this one. Mm-hmm. The Minnesota Wild versus the Vegas Golden Knights. Vegas is the second and Minnesota's third. I think at this point from the way I've been talking about this team, you should know, and how that, and I've been talking about the other team. I'm going for, I, I though I do think Golden Knights are going to win, I really want the Wild to win, so I'm going to say Wild, just because, you know, I love them. They're a good team. They Over the years, they've been progressing, progressing. I just, I, I'm voting for Wild on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't even put my predictions. Colorado versus St. Louis, I think Colorado is going to win that one. Um, they're my dark horse team. People are not really saying that they're going to do anything. You know, maybe they're not really putting them like ahead. I think they're the dark horse team. If anyone's going to make it to the final that isn't the Leafs or Vegas, it'd be them, in my opinion. So I think that they are my dark horse team. But yeah, I think Colorado and then Vegas versus Minnesota. I like Minnesota as well, but I just don't see them beating Vegas's elite defense. Um, and also just great like offense, just great team. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So next we have the Leafs versus the Habs. I wonder what the answer is to this one. Oh yeah, definitely the Habs. You know, like uh, <laughs> oh, the, the Leafs obviously. Habs are shit. I hope they die. Anyways, uh, next question. Yeah, I'm choosing the Leafs as well. I don't know if you guys know this, but um, we are from <laughs> and, uh, Ontario. There we go. Uh, then we got Edmonton Oilers versus the Winnipeg Jets. No, but uh, you know that's actually kind of hard for me because they both have been. Because you know, if hey man, if if the what's it called, if um, Winnipeg really wanted to, they can get one of their goons to kill Connor McDavid on the ice. Not kill him, but you know, hurt him. And if they don't have Connor McDavid, Edmonton's definitely not winning. Mm -hmm. So, but I'm gonna go for Edmonton. (laughs) Yeah, uh, Edmonton are on a three-game winning streak. And Jets are on a two-game winning streak, so it's a little a little competitive there. Mm-hmm. Both on hot streaks. I'm gonna go for I'm gonna go for Winnipeg. Throw it out there. Um, I think that they it's a, it's a good chance. It's like a 50-50, really. Edmonton with Connor McDavid, even there, like it's a 50-50. Didn't they lose in the like the quote-unquote play-in tournament last season? They didn't even make the playoffs then. You know, no, they, like, they didn't make the playoffs last year. I think. So, I mean, screw it, Winnipeg. Why not? All right. Pittsburgh Penguins versus the New York Islanders on the other side of the the bracket. This is the most dangerous. The East Division is the most dangerous uh, bracket, in my opinion. Yeah, 100%. The the, the teams here are insane. Yeah, even though the the, the four teams that didn't make the playoffs are kind of bad, except for Rangers 
I kind of like the Rangers. I think they should have done better. But anyways, I'm going to say the Penguins. Mm-hmm. Even though it's not big of a difference, I just think the Penguins are better. I think they have more experience. I don't think I think the Islanders will eventually make it farther for the cup for the Stanley Cup, but I don't think this is their year yet. Yeah, I just want Islanders to do bad while we still have John Tavares. Exactly. Just the Penguins. Uh, Sid the kid, even though he's like thirty something, will 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 do good. Obviously. Sid the old man. <laughs> Sid the old kid. I think Pittsburgh Penguins will win that one. Not easily, but we'll win it. This is my first round series of the playoff. Capitals versus the Boston Bruins. I am... I'll be honest, I think this is the most exciting series. That's what I said, bro. That's why I chose these two teams as my, like, series of the first round. Like, this is insane. I think it's rather this one or the Panthers or Lightning. Mm-hmm. But I think because you know it's just the big, big bad Bruins, and then the capital, and then plus with Zidane Chara playing against his ex team, you know, I, I really, I think I'm gonna watch that series because I think it's, I think I don't know how Zidane Chara is gonna react if they win. I don't know what's gonna happen if they lose. I don't know how. I feel like there's gonna be with Tom Wilson. I hope Tom Wilson gets hurt in that series. I don't like him. <laughs> It's absolutely just an insane series. Um, Who are you predicting, though? God damn it. I'm going to go for the Bruins because, you know, they got Taylor Hall, and I think that's a big, 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 big uh, aspect to their team. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go for the Bruins. I am also going for the Bruins. I love the Washington Capitals. Um, I want Charo to actually do good against Boston, but I don't see Boston losing with – the team that they have this year is as long with Holly as well, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't see Boston. I definitely agree. The Carolina Hurricanes versus the Nashville Predators. Carolina, next question. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> poor Nothing Nashville fans. There. Like, Nashville finally made playoffs after a little bit of time, and they're playing team who is first in, like I think third in total. In like the whole league, and first mm-hmm. in the division, like that—that's tough for them. But yeah, Carolina Hurricanes. I mean, it's them. Not even a question. <laughs> Last but not least, the Florida Panthers versus the Tampa Bay Lightning. I explained this already, how I felt yes. about the Panthers. So, and I really want the Panthers to do well. So, like I said, I'm gonna go for my Panthers. Mm-hmm. So from here on out, I will be listing the teams that you said. And have you predict those series without knowing if there's injuries or anything like that? And then after you predict all the way to the final, to the finals. So let's start with your final in the conference uh, with Colorado Avalanche versus the Minnesota Wild. Colorado Avalanche. Oh, this is if they're projected to win. Yes, like, this, this is okay. if your predictions come true. Oh, this is what would happen. God damn it. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, that's hard. Oh, Two teams God. that. Are, oh, I didn't know it was actually. Oh, okay. Do you know what? I'm gonna go for Avalanche. Mm-hmm. Just because it's just Avalanche, you know. Mm-hmm. You don't need to explain because we already talked about them previously, you know. Yeah. Then we've got you did the Toronto Maple Leafs versus the Edmonton Oilers. All deeps. Yeah, I wonder why. Hmm. Uh, then we have the Pittsburgh Penguins versus the Boston Bruins. 
What a mm. great series, bro. Oh my god, damn I wish the Islanders weren't there, man. It's like if the, if the Islanders win, it's gonna ruin everything. Even if it's like Washington and Pittsburgh, like oh my god, that's gonna be like that's gonna be a hell of a series. Mm-hmm. God damn. Set the kid versus Ovi Ovechkin. But anyways, you didn't even choose Washington. You chose Boston. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna go for the Pens. All right, the 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 Penguins. Then we have what you chose as the Carolina Hurricanes versus the Florida Panthers, right? Or did you mm-hmm. choose Tampa? You chose Florida. That's so Carolina Florida. versus Florida. I'm gonna go with Florida. It's another good series. I feel like it it's, I feel like on paper, people look at those teams and like, oh, they're not good. But oh, yeah. they're really good. Like they're really good. They are really watching good. Florida play. I remember watching a game that they played. Beautiful, man. It was so beautiful. The way that they play hockey. Them and Colorado are like my two like I just love the way that they play. But with that being said, the finals in the conferences would be Caroline uh Colorado Avalanche versus the Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh my god. <laughs> I wanna see Leafs so bad, but you know what? Like realistically I don't know, man. The way that the Leafs are, I don't even know if the Leafs are going to make it this far out. <laughs> I don't even know. With their fucking luck, bro, and the way that they're playing right now, like, oh my god. Can you not fuck it? Losing streak. Leafs, Leafs, Leafs. I gotta say Leafs. And on I the other side, it would be the Pittsburgh Penguins versus the Carolina Hurricanes, you said? Or the, or the Florida Panthers? Florida. Oh, so it would be Florida versus the Pens. God, another one that would be really good. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for Florida. Wow! So that would lead up to a Toronto Maple Leafs versus Florida Panthers final, and then Toronto. Damn, that'd be a crazy. If you told me two years ago that you would be predicting Leafs and Panthers in the final, that'd be quite insane. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, do you want to name your dark horse team of the of the of the playoffs? Would that be like maybe look, Carolina, Florida? Look at, what is that? Dark horse is like a team that no one's really talking about. Like for example, Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota, Minnesota would be a Minnesota. yeah exactly. Minnesota's my Minnesota. dark horse team. For me, it's Car- it's Colorado. I don't think enough people are talking about how good of the season they have. And then, would you say who would you say is the most overrated team? in the playoffs this year. For me personally, I think it is the Edmonton Oilers. I think just because they have the best player, they're automatically put in this God tier team when third place in our division with Winnipeg almost taking over. You know what I mean? So I think it's Edmonton being the overrated them or maybe like maybe Washington, but I don't, I think Edmonton are way more overrated than Washington. Shit. Oh god, that's hard. That's so hard. I want to say Golden Knights. Mm. The thing is, the Golden Knights are actually really good. <laughs> that's a pop- I'm gonna go with Lightning. Okay. okay. I think they're overrated. They have a good goalie, but you know what? I don't like Lightning anymore. Okay, so I'm gonna go for Lightning, and they're gonna get on. The- they're gonna get out on the first round. Okay. Watch. watch. So I'm gonna go on to my predictions. I chose Colorado versus the Minnesota Wild. I think that, or sorry, I chose uh, Colorado versus Vegas. Uh, I think Colorado wins that one. Um, 
Something about them, they're just insane, man. Uh, Toronto Maple Leafs versus Winnipeg. This is going to be closer than Winnipeg versus Edmonton because Winnipeg, for some reason, have Toronto's number. Uh, but I'm going to choose Toronto. If I don't, I'm going to cry. Then on this side of the bracket, we've got the Pens versus the Bruins for me. I'm going to choose the Bruins to win that one. Ooh. Um, it's so tough, absolutely tough. But I think in a playoff, in a seven-game series, I think the Boston Bruins will have the upper hand a little bit. And then we have Carolina versus Tampa because I didn't choose Florida. I chose Tampa. And if I did choose Florida, I didn't mean it. I meant Tampa. <laughs> um, this one's a little – because by, at this point, Stamkos and Cooch would be fully healthy. I'm going to say Tampa. Uh, I want to see a Tampa-Boston conference final uh, to lead into the Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, then we have Toronto Maple Leafs versus the Colorado Avalanche. I'm going for Toronto. I love Colorado. They're like my kind of like my second team. Uh, well, they're kind of like my third team. I like Calgary a little bit. But um, yeah, I really like Colorado. I They're probably like the team that I've watched the most games of beside the Leafs. I just love the way they play. And on the other side, it would be Boston versus Tampa. <sighs> like, I can see, I, I can see freaking Brad Marchand crying already. Oh. Um, Brad marching band. But this is gonna suck because I think that in a seven-game series between those two teams, that Boston would win, which would lead to a Boston Bruins versus Toronto Maple Leafs final. And that makes me very scared. Because <laughs> it's not that like we aren't better. It's the fact that it is Boston that makes me upset. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Leafs. Leafs win it all. But. Oh. But. So for the right side, it's basically the same. Some little things that are different. Yeah, for the left, I have Vegas and Winnipeg going through while you have Vegas and well, you have Minnesota and Edmonton. And on the right, you have Florida going to the finals uh, while I have Boston. And then we have everything else pretty much the same on that side. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I say at least win it all. But if Boston and Toronto do meet in the finals, you bet your ass that I'm going to be shitting myself and I'm going to be nervous as hell thinking that Boston would actually win that series. But, uh, you know, like, I remember something that happened in 2018. I remember when 2018, when I was doing a playoff bracket, right? Mm-hmm. And that was the year when uh, I think it was Washington won the Cup. And Vegas was a brand new team. Yeah, that was the year. And I remember I'm like, oh, Tampa's going to win the Cup 100%. Like, they're totally going to win. Like They have the best team. They're they're first place in the league. They have all this like mumbo jumbo. They're gonna I know win this, and they got knocked out in the first round. Four zero sweep. Four zero sweep by the Columbus Blue Jackets. I remember that game. I remember that series. And I was my I I remember and because and that happened with every team that I expected to win didn't make it. The only one that I got right was Boston being the Leafs. <laughs> And I was so mad. I'm like, why couldn't I just be all, like, you know, like, every series that I, because, you know, because 
this team was expected to beat this team, and the uh, the underdogs won in every single series. Every single series, yeah. the underdogs won. And I'm like, what the hell? And like was, Vegas, a... like, when when Vegas won, I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, how are these teams winning? I'm like, Vegas is a brand new team. They haven't been in this season for an entire year yet, and they're beating teams and going past the first round. And then they created a thing that they. Or you could remake your bracket, like oh, second bracket remake, because the because every teams that were expected to win didn't win, yeah. so we made a remake of a second bracket, and I was like, that's ridiculous. So like, a we like we're going for the like the teams that are expected to win. I don't who knows how the underdogs are gonna do. Who knows the Predators might win. Who knows? Who knows the Predators might win. St. Louis might might win. That's why I was when I was going. I was thinking about Wild. For Vegas, I'm like, I'm going for a while. They're the underdogs. I'm gonna go for my underdogs. And here's the thing though, they're underdogs, but not by much. They're like, well, they're a good team. They're good because right the thing is, Minnesota, and I'm gonna be honest, is the most irrelevant team in the NHL. Nobody maybe maybe Minnesota. I would say the most irrelevant would be the coyotes. I feel like they're just, just no one cares about them enough to be talking about I, them. Like I, even I, Detroit gets talked about more than yeah, Arizona. I, even yeah, because they're so shit. I think you're right. I think it's in Arizona and Minnesota because, like, I would never ever ever hear anybody talk about Minnesota. Even this year, ever, no one would ever talk about Minnesota. Look what they are. Look what they're doing. The only thing that I would ever hear about Minnesota is the the rookie. Yeah. That's it. Don't even talk about the players, Matt Dumba. None of those players. Not, not, not nobody. And look what they're doing. They're like Arizona, good. I kind of get it. I think they should be talked about a little bit more. But even then, like they just skimmed the playoffs, right? Yeah. But hey, like hockey's hockey. Hockey's a funny sport. Well, with those predictions being said, I'm gonna move on to Jacob's weekend picks. But I'm not gonna include any playoffs here. So this is not Jacob's Weekend Picks. This is Jacob Canucks Picks. Uh, let's go on with Canucks versus the Oilers. Oilers. The Canucks versus the Flames. Oh, my God. Wait, is it just Canucks? <laughs> yeah. Flames. Uh, the Canucks versus the Flames, part two. Flames. And Canucks versus the Flames, the trilogy. Flames. <laughs> and that is the Weekend Picks without the playoffs. <laughs> Damn, but poor Canucks, bro. And poor Flames. The Flames are dead. <laughs> why are they playing? I don't get why they're playing. It's over. Like, they're not making the playoffs. Like, uh, there's no point to play. Just, it's, literally just, it's literally just an exhibition game. Well, with all of that being said, that ends the hockey segment of the Six Man Podcast. And after this timeout, we'll see you with the NBA portion. Uh, all right, Mike Cock. Mike Cock, thank you. My ass is sweaty. Nizik palms are sweaty. There's vomit on my sweater already. Mom's spaghetti. Have you ever heard the original version of that song? Or Lose Yourself? There's... What do you mean the original one? So, uh, Eminem recorded like a trial to uh, Lose Yourself and then forgot about it completely the next day. And the next day, I think it was Dr. Drake called him. He was like, oh, yeah, you know that version of Lose Yourself? Like, uh, like you want to redo it? He's like, what? And he doesn't remember it at all. He doesn't remember recording the Lose Yourself, the original. And so he just did a new version, and it's the Mom Spaghetti version. That is 
So if you search up original Lose Yourself, there's a... And it sounds trash. He goes, you better lose yourself in this music, this moment, you own it. And then, like, he just... It's not the same. Wow. Yeah. That is a... Fun fact. Fun fun, fun penis. This is good for the time out. This is really good for the Fun penis. Fun penis. Penis fun. Sorry, Julian's mom. Sorry, Julian's mom. Start of season two, and we're already swearing, talking about penises. Welcome back to the Six Man Podcast. <laughs> uh, sadly, Jacob could not join us, but Julian is here. Yes, sir. He, he has decided to join us for the basketball portion of this podcast. Um, I think we should start off just straight away with the award predictions because Jake, uh, I, uh, Julian knows them, but I never mm-hmm. checked who won the awards. So, I mean, just throw me one of them. I'll put out my... Candidates, and then I'll just choose who I think. Okay, we're gonna start with the the uh this. We're gonna go with the small ones first. We're gonna go um defensive player of the year, which it's not that small, but so it's a race between Gobert and Simmons. Um, Miles well, Turner's yeah. also up there, and maybe Clint Capella. Uh, but Bam Adebayo, you can't forget. Also, about. Bam Adebayo, Giannis, you can't forget about Giannis. I mean, yeah, but uh, he hasn't been in talks as much as Ben Simmons and Gobert and Bam. Those are mm-hmm. probably the three. Maybe Miles Turner, if you think. Uh, I think it's Gobert. I think Ben Simmons is the better defensive player of the year this year, but considering um, the NBA's favor among rim protectors, I think Gobert won this award. Yeah, it was Gobert. Yeah. He's got like three now. Yeah, he, has, he does have three uh, defensive yeah. players, which is impressive. Good for him. Okay, next we're going to go We're gonna go to the coach of the year. All right, so coach of the year. So, oh, that's actually a little more difficult because there's – Oh, actually, this is actually way more, um, like, thought-provoking than I thought it was. There's obviously, like, Steve Nash could be an, an option considering he got those trades. But I, I feel like that would be more for executive of the year, which I don't – I don't think we're gonna mention because we don't care about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just it keeps like Steve Nash, maybe Tom Thibodeau. Hmm. That's actually. I'm just gonna go Steve Nash. No, it was the Suns coach, Monty oh. Williams. Monty Williams. It was like it was it was Steve Nash, Tom Thibodeau, because Knicks were doing really good. Uh, I don't. I think it's like his name is Quinn Snyder, the Utah Jazz. Yeah, coach. the Utah. One. And then and then Doc Rivers for Philly, but um, yeah, he deserves it for sure. Phoenix Suns, obviously, great team, great uh, thing this year. Next, Congrats to him. The uh, most improved. All right, so. Jeremiah Gant, Julius Randle, Michael Porter Jr. Mm-hmm. Are the three. I'm pretty but sure there's an obvious. This, this is, is an obvious one, but I also just want to shout out Christian Wood and oh, Chris yeah. Boucher, uh, who have done amazing this year. But this, this is this is Julius Randle. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. I mean, Michael Porter Jr., you did great. You're definitely a, an up-and-coming superstar. 
but the no one improved better and impacted the team more this year than Julius Randle. Okay, uh, we're gonna because I want to save the MVP for last because that's by far the biggest one. Yeah. So, uh, the sixth man, who is, we will praise. We will praise the sixth man of the year because we are the sixth man podcast. You know, yes, so no disrespect to the sixth man ever. We've got Jordan Clarkson. I know Jalen Brunson may be up there. Joe Ingles could be a conversation starter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Boucher was also up there, but he started like the second half of the season for us. So uh, he's not up there anymore. Um, who else would be up there for six, man? Tim Hardaway. Tim Hardaway did ha- did pop up for Dallas. Derrick Rose, Miles Turner. Yeah, definitely some some big names, but uh, I think Jordan Clarkson wins that one. Yeah, he uh, won. He was he was six out of the year since the fucking second week of the of the NBA. You know, he was popping off. So shout out to Jordan Clarkson and now the big boy, the MVP. Wait, we forgot about one. Which one did we forget about? <laughs> the rookie of the year. Oh, rookie of the year. So this is actually closer than anything else. All right, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Lamelo Ball, Anthony Edwards, Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah, those are the three. Those like, there's no doubt about it. Tyrese didn't win. I know that. Like that's it's Tyrese. Like we, you're you're great, but I'm sorry about you're on the Kings. Lamelo, Anthony Edwards, Lamelo Ball, Anthony Edwards. It's it's a it's a toss up because Lamelo might have better stats, but he played less games because of his injury that everyone thought he was out for the season for. Anthony Edwards had a shitty beginning of the season and popped off afterwards. Um, one of them is in a losing team. The other one is currently in a play-in. I think because Anthony Edwards is in a losing team his, and he also had to deal with uh, Russell and Cat being injured, that he got those. I think I think it's LaMelo Ball. I think LaMelo Ball won this. Yeah, it was, it was LaMelo. Yeah, I mean, it's close. Anthony Edwards was shit at the beginning of the season, which is why I think this is like this, because if he had that same uh, play throughout the whole season before Russell got injured, then it would have been Edwards, in my opinion, because he would have had good stats throughout the whole season instead of good stats throughout the second half. Um, but yeah, they either one of them deserved it. And uh, congratulations, LaMelo Ball. The last one, the MVP. Okay, I'm just going to name the people who I wish could have done better, but they didn't for this. Uh, Harden, who didn't have one of his what I call superstar games this year because of his injuries. Uh, he um, didn't perform like he used to. Well, he did good. Don't get me wrong. He did triple doubles. He's doing good. But he's not. he didn't have one of those 50-point nights with like 10 rebounds, 20, like, you know, one, one of those. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, it's hard, and you can't really complain. Curry, uh, you are my MVP in my heart. <laughs> Damian Lillard, uh, you were popping off, and Trailblazers sucked for like a good five weeks, so it kind of burned you down. LeBron, I mean, like you did great, but injuries, AD, same thing, injuries. Uh, obviously, Jared Dudley should be the MVP, but the injuries got to him. Uh, so it's... Oh, he didn't even laugh at that. So it's between Jokic and Embiid. And, like... 
Embiid deserves it, but which I hate to say, but I mean, you your your stats per thirty six minutes and stuff like that is fluctuated because of the injury. So I'm gonna have to go for Jokic, who dominated ever since. Yeah, it it was Jokic. Yeah, it makes you want, sense. You want to know something really awkward that I just found out right now? You're keeping what? this in, by the way. I realized that this is some random ESPN senior writer's picks. <laughs> this is his picks? This is not even official. I'm pretty sure this is what's going to happen, though. I Probably. Just, I, I, feel I just like... Googled it now, and I'm like, oh, this is some random ESPN person <laughs> coming up with his winners for the NBA awards. And I'm like, shit. <laughs> well, just... I guess these are also my predictions. Like, Jordan Clarkson, Jokic, Julius Randle, Gobert. Lamelo Ball, and then Coach of the Year. I said Steve Nash, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it was the Phoenix Suns coach. I, I think it's yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure these are these are valid though. This is this is what's gonna happen. Yeah, if the only one that's not like can, like will be a little toss up is the Coach of the Year, pretty much Rookie of the Year, Coach of the Year, and probably like maybe maybe MVP, maybe MVP. Say. But let us move on to the Hall of Fame class. Um, oh. Just. Congratulations to Kevin Garnett, Kobe, and I'm missing one player. Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan, of course. Uh, hell of just three hell of of a, like crazy careers, crazy mm-hmm. players. Um, congratulations to you guys. You guys are probably the headliners, but we got to mention obviously Paul Pierce, the truth. You know his mm-hmm. nickname, Chris Bosh, Chris Weber, two Chris's. What a surprise! Uh, ben, ben Wallace. Wallace. Yeah, and for coaches we have Rick Edelman, Bill Russell when he was a coach. So this guy's in the Hall of Fame twice. Uh, Jay Wright, and then for the WNBA, Yolanda Griffith, Griffith, and Lauren Jackson. I don't know much about the coaches, like when they were coaches and the WNBA, but I mean, if you're in the Hall of Fame, you obviously deserve to be there. Yeah, uh, especially like Paul Pierce, you know, the truth, Ben Wallace, Chris Webber, like these guys. You could are not like the best ever, but yet again, they deserve to be in that Hall of Fame conversation. Mm-hmm. So, uh, shout out to them and their uh, the twenty twenty one class of of the twenty twenty one Hall of Fame class. There you go. Especially Kobe, rest in peace. Especially Kobe. Kobe yeah. Uh, listening to his wife talk and then also Jordan be there, like it was that same yeah. one was tough it was tough and I, even like I, kevin garnett's like everything was just so i teared up a little bit listening to vanessa talk yeah everything was everything was emotional so um yeah it's so tough it's so yeah. tough between those three that's like what 11 championships right there tim duncan Total. kevin garnett kobe i, I know, know kobe, tim duncan, kobe, won kobe five. and then kevin garnett anything is possible one one yeah and then Tim Duncan, I don't I, even, I don't even know I the amount he, he won. I think he won five. Let me, let me just Google it really quick. Duncan rings, but I'm like, he I'm, has I'm pretty in sure fact, five rings. Yeah, I knew it. 1999, 2003, 2005, 2007, 2014. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So shout out to them and. uh yeah, I mean, we were talking about Paul Pierce. How about we talk about Paul Pierce's team, who are kind of in the dumps right now because the Boston Celtics are missing Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown will be He's gone. He's injured. injured. 
until the next the like the training session of the next season. So oh. they're really screwed because he's not. That means he's not going to come back for any moment of the playoffs. They already suck with their big men. Now they don't have their power forward with them. Who That's, is their big man? It's either it... Tristan Thompson, Mo Wagner, or oh yeah, Mo Wagner, Taco. I think it's one of those two. Or yeah, Taco, but he got dumped oh, recently I... by Jay Lehman. So oh yeah, I saw that. <laughs> but oh, yeah, like with Jalen Brown being injured until the beginning of next season, and Boston literally are going to be in a play-in tournament against the Hornets. How ironic. Uh, do you think like they're screwed? Do you think they'll get eliminated by the Charlotte Hornets? What do you think? I, I don't. I I don't think they'll get it. I think they'll make the playoffs, but it's. I don't think they'll go past first round because they're gonna verse. If they, I well, if they if they lose the the first game, it, that that depends if they even make it to the. I think there's a seventh seed right right now. I think they are a uh, an eighth seed. I think seventh could be Charlotte. No. Uh, it's one of those. It's one, Either there. way, if they if they lose the first game, they're going to be an eighth seed, and they're going to verse the 76ers, which I'm pretty sure they're going to lose to the 76ers. Either way, you're going to verse either Brooklyn or 76ers. You're going to lose. Wait, they face the 76 Are 76ers first? Yeah. So, if, so don't if they, 9 and 10th, whoever wins that, faces first? What happens – this is how the play-in tournament works. So, basically, the 7th and 8th seed, they play a game – Whoever loses that game has to verse the winner of the nine and tenth seed game. Right. So basically, the ninth and tenth seed games they have to win two games in a row to make the playoffs to even make an eighth seed. Mm-hmm. So basically, right now the Charlotte game's on versus Washington. Whoever wins that is going to become the eighth seed. Then they have to verse uh, the Celtics for the seventh seed. Whoever wins yeah. will get that seven seed. Whoever loses has to verse the winner of nine and ten. Then whoever wins goes to playoffs. Whoever loses gets sent to the gooch. God damn it, Adam Silver. We can just confusing as fuck. Yeah. I just I have mean, seven V eight in a in a series, and whoever wins that faces the second seed, and then nine V ten, and then whoever wins that gets a face the fucking first seed. Sorry, Julian. It's not even that. <laughs> yeah, it's not that. That's why I said it, that's so much simpler. Oh, yeah, that's what you said. Okay, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, just listen to Chuck from, uh, you know, Charles Barkley. Yeah, Charles Barkley. Just listen to him <laughs> say it. He had a stroke. Oh, I can't he, even, he had, bro. A, he had a stroke midway, fucking telling it. He was like, uh, the the tenth and the 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 the, the nice seed have to v- 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 verse. That's so tough. I mean, it's pretty simple. Yeah, it's simple when you think it's, it's about it. It's hard to it, explain. Yeah, exactly. It's one of those things where it's simple, but then when you have to explain it, it's like, what the hell? You yeah. Know? Uh, but yeah, with, yeah, with Boston, the Boston, Boston Celtics. Yeah, yeah Boston's... A lot of people were predicting to have another deep playoff run. No, not anymore. They're not going to get carried by Kemba. Kemba's won, like, one playoff series in his life without the Boston Celtics. Yeah, you know, I thought like, he was injured as well, but I, I guess he came back. I think he's... he. Well, he hurt his neck, so I don't know if he's okay right now, but... Uh, but yeah, Celtics are screwed. I mean, there's nothing they can really do about it. They're not gonna call God and say like, "Hey, bring Jalen Brown back," you know? Yeah, I think their ceiling is second round. Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. Especially yeah. with how difficult the East is this year. Yeah. Speaking of playing games. <laughs> yeah, speaking of the playing round with Celtics, uh, let's talk about the Warriors. Uh, you know, uh, 
so this is a very interesting moment because they're facing either Lakers or if they lose today, they f- go and face San Antonio. Oh, yeah. That's so a... if they win today, they either play the Lakers or whoever is sixth place, which I think is Dallas. But Dallas would have to lose. And I think Lakers are just going to be a play-in round tournament thing. I think, I think so, Dallas is through. I don't think Dallas can, can go to a play-in. I don't know. I think I'm, I, I'll check right now as we speak. But with even with that in mind, uh, the real question isn't like Kevin upset a top seed if they make it through. Oh, yeah. You know, they have the power. Because that's what I – It depends how he plays because he's been playing very well. <laughs> but if, if they manage to get the seventh seed somehow, I think – I don't think they can win that series. I think Phoenix so. Here, here's here's the seating right now. Dallas are in. It's Portland that are not. They're tied with the Lakers. Yeah. All right. So today, the Lakers play. I believe. So do the. Uh, I believe I think at least Trailblazers play the Nuggets. Clipper. I mean Lakers beat the uh, play the Pels. So let's say Lakers win. Portland lose. Portland would face Golden State in a first round play in. That depends because depends if uh, they beat Memphis. If Golden State beats Memphis today, let's just say Golden State beats Memphis Grizzlies. All right, Mm -hmm. Lakers or Portland would face the Warriors if they go through that. Then they have to. uh, What was it? They have to play fucking Phoenix first seed or Phoenix Phoenix. All right, because they'll they'll be the seventh seed. Yeah, which is so tough because Chris Paul is on Curry. Which obviously hasn't stopped Curry in the past when Chris Paul was at the Rockets. But Chris Paul is a defensive player of the year for a reason. He can put the clamp. So mm-hmm. let's say they get uh, past that. Then it's then it's like freaking Clippers or Lakers or whatever the hell, man. Like they think, their whole yeah. the whole way to the finals would be very difficult. Alright. So do you think that the Warriors can upset a top seed? They have the power. It just depends what team. Mm-hmm. Because I, 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 cause I haven't been watching Utah a lot, so I don't really know how they play. But like, I've watched a, a little bit of what... Utah, but more Phoenix. Yeah, I watched. I watched a good amount of Phoenix. Yeah, it, it, it it's tough, but they they definitely have the power too. It just they it it's all about Curry. It depends on what plays. And not he, only that, but Draymond recently has been playing really well. Draymond yeah. has been playing like his third, second best basketball ever. Kerr, Steve Kerr said, this is the best Draymond I've ever seen. You know, so it's like, it's not prime Draymond, but Draymond has a big impact as well. If Draymond doesn't do good with his passing, his his uh, IQ, then the whole Warriors, everyone who's on court with him will have trouble seeing the floor and making their plays. So not only is it important for Curry to be dropping 35-plus every playoff game, but it's also very, very important for Draymond, who's going to be playing at the center spot or the power forward spot because Wiseman's injured, um, like for him to be at his top with his IQ. And to be honest, the Warriors have been playing way better with Wiseman injured, with Kevin Looney starting. They've been playing yeah. way better, and it's kind of weird because you know they, they needed a center. They skipped on LaMelo because they needed a center, and now – Without the player that they picked, they're way better. I mean, 
I think they can upset a top seed. I don't think that it'll be in in crazy fashion. I think it'll be like seventh game, oh, not yeah. like any like six or five or like sweeps or anything like that. I think they can upset a team, but not by like a crazy like oh my god Curry fucking seventy five point game. Oh my god, let's cry together as Utah Jazz fans. You know, like yeah, they're gonna need a six or seven game series. Uh, it w- it won't it won't be a sweep if they yeah, especially a- with the bench that Utah Phoenix have. You know, with all those good players at the bench, and then for uh, the Warriors, they have like Jordan Poole, and yeah. like <laughs> not even anyone that off the top of my head that I, like who Nico Manning, the the ginger that doesn't play any games. Yeah. Um, so I mean, they could upset a team, but I don't see it happening personally. Yeah, same. Uh, I I agree with that. So, J Cole. You oh. big, famous rapper, legend in the game, made his debut in the African NBA League. I don't know the actual term for it. So, uh, friends, dropped an album, a banger of an album. Banger I love album. Three of his songs I already have on a playlist. He dropped it two days ago. It's called Off Season. If you haven't checked it out already, please, I recommend you go check it out. Do check it out. It is a great... Um, I want one of the best albums he's probably going to drop. But anyways, he, he made his debut. He, you know, did decent. He dropped three points, three assists, two rebounds and played 17 minutes, I think. So for, for a rapper, I mean, like, you know, you're playing against the actual people who want to play in this league. So, yeah. And for yeah, his size, definitely. especially like he's, he's not the tallest ever. So, yes, that too. For, for I'm he's gonna he's gonna draw I I feel like something's gonna happen he's gonna drop some crazy stat lines soon. There's gonna be something stupid, bro. There's gonna be yeah. like he's gonna have twenty point nights when he when he's on his his game. Even like Jalen Harris on the Raptors, who is obviously a basketball player but hasn't played at all in the NBA, is dropping twenty point thirty point nights. You know, so anything can happen in any other league, especially in an yeah. African league. I feel like everyone's tall there, so it might be a little more difficult, but. No, yeah, best best of luck to him in his in his league because uh, he's he's gonna he's he's gonna do something crazy. He's already inspiring plenty of people as it is. So, yeah, much much love to J Cole. Shout out to J Cole, also known as Jermaine Cole, because yes, that's sir. his name. <laughs> but yeah, I I actually have a lot of things to mention as well because you brought up Raptors. You brought Go up the it. Raptors. I did bring up the Raptors. They have been. Very, you know, very sloppy these past two games when playing their players. I know they're out. I know they got eliminated, like, three games ago. But mm-hmm. go out with some style. Don't, like, inj- or don't bench half your team. Like, also, don't had- bench Lowry, who might yeah, have his had- last game of the season. They had eight of their players only playing. And they were all yeah, rookies almost. They were, they were almost all rookies. And they didn't even do too bad, to be honest. Yeah, they only lost by, like, six points. But... Hey man, I just go out with some style because you don't know if Kyle Lowry's coming back. That could yeah. have been his, that could have been his last game, just on the bench, just there, just staring. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, with with, I mean, would you say that the Raptors are tanking? Obviously. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Because they have the seventh best odds at getting the first round pick. The last time we had the seventh best best odds, we went to the first round pick. The little first pick. And what did we get? <laughs> Don't even talk about it. Don't talk about it. 
Bargnani. Bargnani. That oh. was the last time we had the first round pick. And we also got that with the seventh round, like seventh best uh, uh, chance. Um, yeah. So, um, I mean, if we can get the second pick, I'll be happy because Evan Mobley is there. He's a big man. He's he's a modern day big man. He can shoot threes if he really wanted to, mid-range, goes to the basket. But, I mean, anyone who knows this year's draft class knows that Cade Cunningham is the guy that you're going to get if you oh, get yeah. first pick. doesn't matter if he's a guard and you have 20 guards on your team, you get Cade Cunningham. Six foot seven guard who is going to be good. He is. There's no doubt about it. Unless injuries get to him, he is going to be good. I feel like so, uh, I, I don't think they'll, they'll get anything above a fifth pick. I just have a I weird hope, feeling. I hope that it's the fourth or the third, because then maybe, maybe we can get Evan Mobley, who he's just that's who I want. I want Evan Mobley because he is out, no doubt about it, the best center in that draft class by miles. So if we can get him and then train him with, you know, not with Baines, hopefully, with uh, like, Ken Birch, with Ken Birch, and our guys who know how to train well. You know what I mean? Who have developed. Players like Jalen Harris, Malachi Flynn, Pascal. even like Ken Burge, Pascal, Fred Van Vliet, Norman Powell, all these guys that mm-hmm. were just brought up that were at the Toronto 905 and just did good there and got called up and now are beasting in their teams. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if we get Evan Wobley, he will be a dangerous center. And hopefully we can. Hopefully like he drops at a fourth pick, third pick, and we have that pick or we trade up. All I'm saying is if we fucking get another guard – in this top 10, because we, we're guaranteed a top 10 pick. But if we get Pretty another much, guard, yeah. I'm going to fucking flip. I mean, we have, so if Lowry leaves, it would be Gary Trent and Van Vliet. Yeah. Which, with Jalen Harris, Malachi Flynn on the bench, and who else? Uh, Benbury. Oh, yeah, Denbury. Which I'm fine with that because I, I, I wanted Gary Trent to play a lot more with us. Yeah. But he got injured, and then he got benched a couple of games. And then he also needs more touches because, yeah, Gary Trent has the, like, best. I think it was – there was a stat where it was, like, Norman Powell is, like, number one for points per touch type of thing. His average for how many touches he gets in the points. And then, like, Gary Trent was, like, third. Yeah. Gary Trent should get way more touches. He, he has, yeah, he has to get more playing time and he has to get more touches because yeah. if you if you want to develop him for our future, because he's really young. Mm-hmm. So if you want to develop him, you're gonna have to play him more. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Like Jacob said, the, the, apparently the Toronto management's garbage. <laughs> but you know what? I'm gonna agree with them until I see some changes because very terrible year for. Yeah, for we know it's not Nick Nurse. We know it's not him. Yeah, but because... this year was health and safety protocols, injuries galore. Uh, Aaron Baines being Baines. Um... Yeah. Tampa, bro. We, we <laughs> yeah, in being Tampa. in Tampa, like everything was different. So if there was a year for us to tank, it would be this year and the next year to pop off. Yeah. With Aaron Baines slander uh, ending off the podcast, let's just go to the weekend picks. Why is okay. Sunday's game? Some of them are actually playing right now. I don't care if you look at the score or not. I am not change in the future. No games tomorrow. So only today we got. We only got today. We only got one shot. Did not miss your chance to blow. Yes, sir. Sunday, Celtics versus the Knicks. I want those Knicks. I want I want that Knicks win. Okay, boy. Hornets versus the Wizards. 
Oh, Wizards. I, I, I think the Wizards are going to dominate this game. I have a feeling. I also have that feeling. Uh, I think Wizards will win. Uh, S versus S. Suns versus Spurs. Suns, bro. Come on. Yeah. They're, they're, they're my pick to win everything. They're my pick to make it to the finals, at least. Warriors versus the Grizzlies. The Warriors? Is that even a question? I mean, they are tied. So. Oh. Like, it, you talking about <laughs> record or are you talking about game? Like, record. score? Okay. Well, yeah. Well, record doesn't matter, bro. <laughs> At this we, point, we did see the Rockets win recently. So. That's true, but it's the Warriors. They've been popping off. Yeah. The Nuggets versus the Trailblazers. Uh, I want the Trailblazers to win because I want the Lakers to go to the play-in. Yeah, I want that as well, man, please. It's either that or we get Pels versus Lakers for Pels to win, hopefully. Pels, I I want Pels to win, but they're not going to win because half their team's fucking injured, so it's probably not going to happen. <laughs> and then Bucks versus the Bulls as the last game. Um, the Bucks. Do the Nets play today, by the way? Uh, I think so, but they don't play like an insane, like crazy game. I think their game that they're gonna play is like Detroit or something. Raptors are oh, Cleveland. They're losing. Oh, they play Cleveland. Yeah. See, this... Well, just for the mean, the big three is back, so I'm just gonna go Brooklyn. Yeah, this is the first game. So this is the first game that they're back since February of 15, I think. Yeah. Uh, this is only the 10th game that they've played together. Yeah, that's not, that's crazy. But yeah, it's a little it's a little worrying. <laughs> we'll see what happens. And then all of a sudden, boom, seventh inning comes in, five runs. They lose five to one. It was stupid. Speaking Absolutely of dumb. five runs, we're winning. Speaking of five runs. Nothing right now. We just scored five runs in the second. Damn, look at that. See, Jay's heard me talk, and they're like, I said, we're going to cho- choose the five, but this time in a positive way. This has been three innings, and we have ten hits already. So, yeah, that's crazy. I'm probably going to uh, watch the game after. Definitely, yeah, me too. I also just want to talk about Otani quickly. Oh, um, yeah. I have him in my fantasy, and he is so good, man. I love this guy. He's such a beast. He's actually – I go out of my way to watch Angels games to watch this guy play. I go out of my way to watch this guy play. He's so – I don't know how this man can pitch how he pitches and then just bat how he bats. It's so incredible. This guy has 35 hits, and with 35 of them, 19 of them were at second base or further. Wow. So at home runs. he has 19 extra base hits. Sorry. He has 21 extra base hits. Oh. With 10 home runs, 9 doubles, and 2 triples. No, he's isn't he's like tied third for the the most home runs this season with like seventeen yeah, other he's, players. He's so good, man. Thirty five hits, twenty ones with extra bases. That is insane. Yeah, he's he's on. Oh, and then in the past two weeks, not only can he do that, but then he can pitch with a zero point seven five ERA and a one WHIP in the past two weeks. Stop with the MLB. Stop with the baseball. Stop with the basketball. Stop with the hockey. Stop with stop with the podcast. Let's just stop with the podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you have enjoyed this episode of the Six Nine Podcast, Season Two, Episode One, make sure to follow us on our Twitter that I mentioned at the beginning, our Instagram Instagram that we mentioned at the beginning, our YouTube that we mentioned at the beginning, 
you know, it's it's and if you want to follow us individually, I also mentioned our Instagrams at the beginning. Uh, you know, season two is a step up for sure. It's definitely a step up uh, with quality, with just how we do things around here. It's it's gonna be great. Performance. So if you enjoyed this episode, yeah, performance. That's the word. So if you enjoyed this episode, follow, leave a like, whatever you want to do. Um, and yeah, we will see you next episode.